0: War never changes, Lord. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever play the definition of insanity? You. If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone a- Fucking except for you! Hey, how's everything going? Welcome to Let's Talk Video Games with your host, Walter Nunez. Today we got a new review, the second one, to be precise. Today we are reviewing Zero Horizon Dawn, a game that originally released for PS4 a few years ago, but just got released on PC today. This game was developed by Guerrilla Games, the developers of the Killzone franchise. Horizon Zero Dawn was a PS4 exclusive title for a very long time, more than 3 years actually. However, it was until very recently that a port for PC was announced, therefore removing its exclusiveness. As usual, we will analyze five elements of the game. Story, world building, music and sound design, game mechanics and controls, and gaming details. So, without further ado, let's roll! Let's start with the story. Our story focuses on Aloy, a young woman that lives close to one of the many tribes in the world. She was raised by Rust, an outcast man. Because she was raised by an outcast, she is an outcast herself. However, it is important to explain that Aloy is not Rust's daughter. He only raised her. Now, how did that come to be? Well, the matriarchs gave Aloy to Rust for protecting and raising. That's it. He didn't ask any questions, and they provided no more information. So what does it mean to be an outcast? Well, if you're an outcast, obviously you can't live inside the community. However, things get more complicated than that in this case. Outcasts can't speak to people in the tribe, and they can't be talked to. So what usually happens is that every time a villager sees an outcast, they just get as far as they can in no time. The game has also an interactive story, this means that even though the final outcome is pretty much the same, you can change the path. Based on your decisions, some NPCs may leave or die, and some may back you up or not. It depends on the choices you make. So what's the goal of the story? Well, it is exactly what you would expect. Aloy grows tired of being treated like human garbage and wants answers about her past. However, Rust is unable to provide her with some, and the people will not talk to her. Her only chance is winning The Proving, a competition where the winner gets whatever they want, no questions asked. So, Rust trains her for years with the sole focus of winning The Proving. However, her search for information on herself is not that simple, and it is quickly complicated by a lot of new circumstances that put to the test everything Rust taught her and more. Aloy's journey goes along perfectly with your experience as a player. As you explore the universe, so does Aloy. Her path starts on a really ordinary lifestyle, and it gradually gets you to more impressive landscapes that surpass imagination. The general narrative flows with the idea of letting the player know, little by little, all that there is to explore, and it never fails to amaze. So, now let's jump to world building. Graphically, the game is beautiful. It has an interesting contrast with a very natural world and the machines walking it. It's a post-apocalyptic, but in a different way. They are closely related to prehistoric traits and villages and the way of living. It is kind of a revert, but with machines roaming the land. The old world is to be forgotten and it is prohibited, which kind of makes sense. If the old world led to the apocalypse, we might need to go away from that. However, you are able to check those places out in the game as pretty much ruins. The landscapes we see are mostly natural with a few old world exceptions. Zero Horizon Dawn's post-apocalyptic approach is very fresh. People are living in huts, but at the same time have huge machines that resemble dinosaurs. It is quite interesting to see how story repeats itself, something that is somewhat scary too. If humanity is starting all over again and is doing really similar stuff to the very first time, we might end up doing the same mistakes and destroying ourselves yet again. There are different tribes around the world in Zero Horizon Dawn, however, not all of them work in the same way. It is a delight to see how all the tribes have different social organizations, religious beliefs and motivations. This aspect of the game alone provides a big depth. The art design of the game is also quite good, not only the 100% natural environments are amazing, but also the old world ones. You see how the world is reclaiming space around old buildings. The places make you think of The Last of Us, but in a more rural environment in general. As the game is an open-world RPG, I need to address side missions. As usual, side missions can get repetitive, a sad trait really common in open-world games. However, the title provides motivation to do said side missions. That motivation is narrative. It is because of those missions that the world really comes to life. By doing them, you get to understand how tribes work, how people feel and think, and how the whole social system is established after the apocalypse. So, the next element to analyze is music and sound design, and this is quite important. The original soundtrack is composed by Joris de Man, the Dutch composer who created the soundtrack for Kill Zone 2. The music has a more adventurous, prehistoric feel than it is futuristic. Even though we are fighting machines, the music cues are more on the no-technology side. And also, if we're gonna talk about sound design in the game, we need to address the one who made it possible, Anton Wolhek. He was the principal sound designer of the game, and he did a marvelous job. When you are playing the game, since most of it are rural areas, You get a lot of the nature sounds with it. The disruption of that natural harmony is created by the machines and it is great. The machines and the natural environment sounds are in constant fight. However, both of them merge at times and create a really interesting sound combination. The robots are a complicated situation because they resemble animals. So, are they more organic than machines? Like, do they have feelings? Or are they just a toaster with killing capabilities? By merely seeing the game, the questions are not answered at all. You get to understand the purpose of those machines or how they really work because of the sound design. And it's really great to see that all of the different types of machines generate their distinctive sounds. Now let's move to game mechanics and controls. The game teaches you and the main character everything about the world at the same time. Again, it helps relate to the character. Zero Horizon Dawn is not a revolutionary game by any means, if we talk about mechanics. We gotta liberate outposts like in Assassin's Creed, we got a detective mode of sorts like Batman, a crafting system seen in a lot of games and interactive dialogue that we've seen in games like The Witcher 3 and Mass Effect. However, the way all of them work together is pretty nice. The combat design is on point, being the main focus of the game hunting mechanical beasts makes complete sense. Now bear in mind what we discussed before in world building, the world is post-apocalyptic but more focused on the rebirth of humanity, therefore our main weapon is a bow. So how can a bow kill a machine? The machines have weak points, you need to hit them with your bow to deal an important amount of damage so you can eventually kill the machine. Each type of mechanical beast has different weak points, however in combat it's not that easy. You will need to be really sharp shooting while moving smartly around the area, trying not to get hit by machines and killing them at the same time. It may sound overly complicated and unnecessary, but it isn't. The way the controls and actions in the game work make the whole combat experience really smooth. You will need to be focused to end a fight without a scratch, but it isn't possible by any means. And the rush of killing machines is so big that you will try to get into hunting as much as possible. Something that other games that rely a lot on the hunting appeal don't do so well. Now, the detective mode, as I call it, is one of the most important tools Aloy has. It is an item she got from the old world, and because of that, she gets extra information of the way machines work. She can track them and see their paths in order to sneak or lay a good trap and she can learn where the weak points of said beasts stand. Detective mode serves as a precursor of any hunt and will provide with enough information to plan a successful attack. After the battle you will have the possibility of scavenging resources from the falling machines. These materials will help you create ammo for your next hunts. Zero Horizon Dawn works the weapon selection perfectly. First of all, you can get the wheel to change weapons while not interrupting the find. It's just like a super slow-mo. But the biggest thing is that you can't use the same weapon all the time. If you do, you will soon run out of ammo and find yourself in a tight spot. The best strategy is to alternate weapons as much as you can and if you run out of ammo, buy yourself some time to craft more. Zero Horizon Dawn is not a game focused on looting and RPG elements that you can find in other titles. As said before, the focus of the game is in the story and the combat against machines. And finally we get to the last element, gaming details. I mentioned it before, but the amount of detail that these machines have is impressive. The machinery flows with the form of the beast. I am impressed by the decision of having open mechanical parts. The fact that Zero Horizon Dawn has not any fully covered machines is an important success, as it feels more intricate than just a piece of metal walking. Now, this is a super small thing, but there is something that caught my eye. Aloy's teeth. Most main characters, if not all, have pretty much perfect teeth. There are no considerable variations on them. However, Zero Horizon Dawn provided their main character with noticeable, unperfect teeth, It is funny that imperfections like that is what makes her teeth perfect and realistic. This means that they had to model those teeth from scratch. That being said, in general, the way Alo is modeled is just another level. You can easily see her pores on normal cutscenes, her scar on the forehead, and even a small hole where you can see she had once a piercing. But the detail is not only in cutscenes. In normal gameplay, the hair moves in such a natural way, that it is mesmerizing. Zero Horizon Dawn is one of the best games on PlayStation 4 and it is now available on PC. I gotta say, the entire experience the title provides is amazing and I'm glad I ever got a chance to play it. The story revolving around Aloy's search for answer is very relatable. The way she explores the world at the same time as a player, especially. The world created by Guerrilla is one of wonderful natural landscapes. Being set on a post-apocalyptic scenario, you see both nature and mad-made scenery that blends in the most impressive ways. The game has a strong focus on combat against the mechanical beasts, and the mechanics feel fresh and super polished. All of these things are improved a lot by the original soundtrack and the sound design in general. However, not everything is so peachy. The game has been having really big problems on its release day on PC. Several other reviewers, and players in general, reported having performance issues that included stuttering, frame drops, and in more critical cases, game crashing. For what I could investigate, most of these problems are related to the hardware. Me personally had no problems with the game, and I have a GTX 1070. Anyway, Guerrilla will probably work in a quick fix as the game is having mixed reviews on Steam because of this issue. And even with the current issues of the game, I do recommend anyone interested in Zero Horizon Dawn to buy the game and test it yourselves. The performance issue will be solved soon and the game is 100% worth it. Also, the price on PC is great. For around $20 you get the complete edition of the game, which includes the base game, the Frozen Worlds expansion, the digital art book and some extra in-game items. Overall, it is completely worth it. And that would be all for today's podcast. Thank you for staying with me, and I will see you on Monday when we talk about microtransactions. Until then, stay safe. Cheers.